0: All right, boys, we're back after a two-week hiatus. Um, I was going to do a full recap of week four, game-by-game breakdown, and then a week five preview. Um, But we do have two special guests, and that ran a lot longer than we thought it would. So I'm just going to do a quick breakdown of week four, So last week, or week three rather, we saw uh, scoring down a lot. We had, I believe only four teams break the 100 point mark, and um, there were two teams that scored, I think around 97 or 98, that got the bonus win last week. Uh, This week was a much different story, Uh, a lot higher scoring, and there was a, a tight battle um, for that number six bonus win spot. Brad finished with 118.7. Just squeaking by Chunk and Tom, and myself uh, with 118.56 and 118.46, respectively. Um, Steve with the high of the week, scored 153. Jay, 149. Graz, 140. Uh, Tommy Fisher scored 131 but took the loss. And Don had 121 with Brad's 118. Uh, Brandon was the only winner um, below the, the threshold, scoring 117. So he went one and one on the week with Tom. Everyone else went 0 and 2. All right, before we bring in our guest spots, uh, I just want to remind everybody that the high score for each week gets a $75 win. Um, and we have Poppy and R.P., In week one, scoring 145. Tommy Fisher, week two, 152. Spencer, week three, 152. And Steve last week with 153. I don't want to waste any more time because we got a long segment ahead. So enjoy. All right, so we got two very special guests joining tonight. We have Don Havens, the Power Rankings master Um, he's going to go through team by team and then we have Brandon Pettit coming through to basically talk about each team he's got some notes he's got some I don't know predictions he's probably got a lot of information that uh (laughs) (laughs) that we're not ready for so um so yeah let's get into it Don uh who's your number one team this week all right
1: we have a new number one uh it's going to be Tom Fisher Dalvin and the Chipmunks coming off a big week. Um, Mike Evans, 28 points. Uh, Damian Harris continues to be pretty consistent, doing what he did last year, three touchdowns in a row. Uh, God looks like one of the better tight ends. So uh, what do you guys think?
0: Well, I mean, if you were listening two weeks ago, Don, I told you he was number one.
1: I know, I know. But, you know, (laughs) I had to keep you number one for – for last week, so I could get that win. You know, the, the Don number one Jinx. Sorry, Tom. Yeah. Looks like you're up next.
0: <clears throat> the kiss of death. Brandon, what are your thoughts? Brandon, hello.
1: I really want someone to trade for TJ Hawkinson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Brandon. We'll see you next week. All uh, right. No, man. what's up? <laughs> can you uh, can you hear
2: my voice? Yeah. Yeah. Oh Well, Don, you did a good voice. I appreciate it. He has a lovely matchup this week. I mean, majority of his lineup is a, in a plus matchup, playing inferior defenses. Uh, let's start out with his big guy, Dalvin. Davin has not eclipsed 100 yards and has only one TD so far and has been ineffective receiving. He's on pace for about uh, 200 receiving yards. So he's not up to his uh, par self with the new offensive coordinator with uh, being a big-time reception guy and obviously has been a little troubling on the ground. How do you guys feel about this uh, shoulder injury that keeps happening uh, on, a, on a season basis?
1: I know I would feel a lot better if I also had Madison on my roster.
2: Yeah, yeah Don is, <laughs> Don's a big uh, handcuff guy. I'm a big in handcuffing other people's guys before uh, handcuffing other opponents. I don't like – to have my team having two players on the same team fighting for, for carries. I, I know Madison and, and uh, Dalvin's really not that,
0: but you're holding up a roster spot for insurance in my opinion. But. What about having two Cowboys running back?
1: Uh, <laughs> 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 it was supposed to be a handcuff situation.
0: <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately <laughs> but they're kind of like Slate. Yeah, you
2: don't know who to play on a weekend week weekend ba- uh, basis with, with Dallas, and it really limits y- your draft.
1: Yeah, that's that's the downfall of it. But you know, when I drafted Zeke, I, I assumed he he could be an every week starter, which he may still be when Dak comes back. We'll see.
0: Yeah, I, I think they'll be all right. I think him and Pollard will be fine. But yeah, you need almost a Zeke injury at this point to to capitalize on. Oh, that would be
1: best. I, I'd much rather uh, Pollard uh, be the main guy.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. But uh, but I I like I like Cook as well. For Tom's team, I like, um, you know, obviously, I I always like the Alvin Cook. But I think he'll bounce back. The shoulder injury does scare me a little more because it keeps happening. And everything I'm hearing is that, you know, the more it happens, the more likely it is to happen again. So if it keeps happening, he could be in in a lot of trouble. And uh, he might want to go out and start shopping around for Madison now. Yes. What else you got for his receivers there? Brandon, <laughs> Brandon, you're there. <laughs> he must be on a delay or something. But uh, but no, I do like Tom's receiving core a lot. <clears throat> CD, um, he's been awesome with Cooper Rush. Oh. Kind of surprising. <laughs> um, Mike Evans, you know, when he plays, he's he scores. He's you know one of Brady's favorites targets and. Jalen Waddle seems like he's taking that step that that I thought he might um, and he's he's playing well next to Tyreek Hill um, yeah I, said, I, I can hear me yeah can you hear me
2: now I, so I know what's happening so every time my phone locks out since I'm using my computer my phone my, when my phone locks out I go out
3: uh, so uh, um,
2: so I'm Glad you're here. And, uh, back to uh, Mike Evans. Uh, things are looking up for him, I uh, think about it. Uh, Fournette's coming off a game with only uh, three carries for negative three yards. Tom has his best game of the season. He had about 330, 360 yards passing somewhere in that range. I got his game log right here. So, yeah, he's coming off 385 yards with 52 attempts. Uh, I, I could see Tampa Bay really uh passing up on the uh, run game if Fournette's keeps up this uh, abysmal performance he has lately. Uh, with Tim, uh, And also coming up for Tom, the next three games for Tampa Bay it, it, it is, it is very favorable. So yeah, I, I see big right. things with Mike Evans in the next few
3: weeks. He has yeah, Atlanta. Carolina.
2: So, even, so with this run game woes, Tom Brady thrown 52 times. Uh, I expect Mike Evans to, to really benefit from uh, this scenario.
0: Agreed.
1: Well, what do we think about Tyler Algier? Uh, is that how you say it? Algier or whatever. Algier? For yeah. Uh, yeah. Like eighty dollars. He's not good.
0: Yeah, he's
2: not good enough to know his name. And eighty dollars is a lot for. I think he's a fifth round running back. Uh, and and uh, remember, Cordell Cordaro
0: is not on IR for the season. He's yeah, on a four week for IR. So that's yeah, that's a, that's a lot of money. Good. He's got Tampa Bay. He's at Tampa Bay, San Francisco, and then at Cincinnati. I mean, that's three pretty tough defenses, too, the next three weeks. Um, He has a lot of money to spend for a Falcons running back. Yeah. But he still has David Montgomery there, who is solid. There's nothing else. Um, Herbert. Montgomery has been more than
2: solid. Well, now he only has one good game. yeah, yeah. And, and last year, uh, Montgomery was on pace to lose his job. He's averaging 3.6 yards of carry, but, uh, and Herbert has exceeded him all last year and has been very consistent this year. So we'll see what his, uh, Montgomery's workload looks like when he returns this week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: um, I got some few things on Goddard here. So Goddard is, he's kind of killing it quietly, but, uh, the big thing is he only has one red zone look coming into week four, one target uh, in the red zone. He is on pace for 80 targets, but uh, uh, it's, it's uh, usually he's a reception – it feels like he, he should be a reception guy, but he's living off efficiency at 16 yards he's, per catch. So
1: He's a yak guy. Right? I think his yak I is like top two for tight ends.
2: Yeah, 16 yards. So. Is that is, is that can he hold that up the whole year with, with minimal red zone work? And we know that watching the Eagles, Jalen's going to run it in, or they're going to try to just force it to AJ Brown or or,
1: or Smith. Well, you saw uh, last week against the Jags, uh, he's pretty dangerous in the screen game. I think they threw two or three screens to him where he got a nice you know chunk of yards on.
2: Yeah. And that's where they could probably use him. But uh, you need to get more red zone targets right now. Uh, has he had a touchdown in think He has any catches, any, uh, any
0: touchdowns? Yeah, he has, he has one so far. scored yeah, against he the, the Redskins one. or whatever. They uh, are. The Redskins, just, you were I, right the first time, Bob. The wow. commanders. Um, yeah, like I said, Tom, to me, was number one because of how deep the team is. Um, solid running back death. a, a nice, nice receiving core and Goddard there. Yep, um, top defense and Kyler Murray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I, I got Tom as number one as well, and I think uh, I think we're all in agreement there. Um, who you got yes, so the two was... All right, so we got Bob moving down the number two. Oh man, that's it. Just yeah, I mean, it
1: could be further, but like everyone's kind of bunched in the middle, in my opinion, right now. I almost put Steve number two. But Bob, you're still there for one more week at least. Uh, injuries are starting to hit hard, uh, and the you know you got the Allen Robinson problem, and I don't know how much longer Antonio Gibson's going to be startable. But yeah. you got good, you got good running back depth, and Jeff Wilson Jr. slides right into uh, the RV two spot. So not a huge loss there.
2: No, and let me speak on Jeff Wilson real fast on his uh, production or his quantity. He's on pace for 272 carries right now. Uh, as of last year, only four players did that. So even though, yes, you, you pointed out the negatives with Allen Robinson, even though you pointed out the negatives with Allen Robinson, and, uh, Gibson, uh, Jeff Wilson might be the waiver wire pickup of the year competing with Tyler Higby and TJ Hawkinson right now, but, uh, he's on yeah. pace for a tremendous workload.
1: Bob, when did you get Wilson?
0: I picked him up before week one.
1: Okay. All right. So he never even made it to a uh, waiver wire, like the, the, the free now, bid.
0: Yeah. No, I spent $3 na- on him. Oh, okay. No, he oh, made, okay. yeah, he
2: made it to the bid. He just didn't get drafted. Okay.
0: Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I dropped my team down a lot further to, so I think, seventh. Um, you know, Jamal Williams, he's been awesome, but, you know, that, that shoe's dropping after the bye next week. Swift is out this week, so I'll I, I get another productive week from him. Uh, but after that, like I said, it's, it's Jeff Wilson and then <clears throat> trying to scrap together a running back two from Mostert, Antonio Gibson, Daryl Henderson. Like, you know. None of those guys, I think, are going to be consistent moving forward. So, um, I, th- that's my biggest concern right now with, with my team. Yeah, course, I agree. DJ yeah, Moore looking at it more, Robinson. I
1: kind of wish I had dropped you further. The running backs. There's always, ne-
0: There's always right. next week
2: down to drop them.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. Can't change your rankings once you post yeah. it, so.
0: Never, never. No. But Alan Robinson's coming back. It's Allen Robinson comeback season starting now. And DJ Moore, too.
1: I, I would believe in the more comeback, but uh, not Alan Robinson. It's it's all about Tyler Higby now. You know that. It,
0: I know. It's it so feels bad.
1: like
0: it's
2: like it feels like Car- It feels like Carolina forced it uh, throne wise to uh, DJ and uh, Christian McCaffrey, which is a good sign for DJ. I know he only had like thirty something yards, but that eleven targets, yeah, is is a blessing in disguise.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think Matt rules done after this week, and there's going to be a change. Um, so hopefully it's for the better because uh, it feels like McCaffrey and Moore are both getting held back, the two best weapons on the offense.
2: Yeah, I think the front office is going to talk to the coaching staff. They can't uh, have Robbie Anderson, once again, lead the team in like targets like they did last year. So, yeah, I, I think that's going to be a trend. I don't think that's a one-week scenario with the passing game going through D.J. and TMC. I expect that to be somewhat consistent with, with that amount of targets from here on out.
0: Well, I can only hope. Yeah. Well, speaking
2: of Raheem Moster, you know that last week he had, like, a 70% snap share. For some odd reason, though, uh, Chase Edmonds got a lot of goal line work. Uh, I think got two red zone targets. But that backfield, you know, uh, the San Francisco head coach and that coaching staff, uh, it looks like snap percentage-wise is leaning towards Raheem. So hopefully that can uh, – when uh, – DeAndre Swift comes back. Maybe he can be a suitable uh, every week uh, number two running back.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. He's got the Jets this week, so hopefully he can separate from uh, <clears throat> separate from Edmonds, and you know he's got a, he's got a handful of decent matchups moving forward. So
2: no, that's always good. And they got a uh, two is out, so they may lean on the run game a lot more with Bridgewater back there.
0: Yeah, it's possible.
2: So do you think? Do you think Jamal Williams is going to keep this twenty-four touchdown pace? He's on pace for twenty-four fucking touchdowns this year. That might decline a little bit, but his efficiency
0: <laughs> has been incredible. Nah, he's he was getting them even when Swift was there. Yeah, he's, he's going to
1: get him when Swift comes back too.
0: Yeah, but
1: uh, so he'll be startable pretty much all year, just not yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, as like a flex player, I can't rely on him being the, staying the number, the uh, running back three all season long. Yeah. And,
2: yeah, yeah, I agree And don't be fooled by uh, Jeff Jefferson's matchup this week Chicago was third against the receivers But you gotta remember though Chicago had the Monsoon game uh, Which only completed nine passes Next game only oh, had 20 passes Yeah, the next game they only had 20 passes in completion uh, Next game was 19 and 13 in completion So even though they look great against uh, the pass It's very misleading They uh, They've had some scenarios where teams either didn't pass on them or they just played an inferior quarterback who couldn't complete passes. So I expect Justin Jefferson to, to eat again this week. I always
3: Yeah, they had, I always they had
2: They had the the Barkley, they had the Barkley Wildcat game and they had the monsoon. So the, not really a lot of passes thrown against them so far. So don't don't let that third against wide receiver uh, allow you to think that Jefferson's going to have a tough day struggling. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, if Kenny Galladay couldn't get him for any yards, what chance does uh, Justin Jefferson have? Yeah,
2: <laughs> Yeah, I would sit Jefferson now. Now you said that. Yeah, I would probably sit Jefferson for a, a-
1: Rob.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's the move I got to make. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Don. Who you got third?
1: All right, third we have Stephen with a Ph Fisher. Oh. And he probably Ooh, should have second. I, I see his not a... eyes. You know how I feel about Damian Pierce? Despite what Steve said in the uh, the group chat, Don hates it. Don hates it, my ass. I've been on Pierce before you were. Yeah, he's a solid RB2 for Steve now. Ertz has been better than I expected. Solid receivers. Tyreek's a superstar. And Burrow's starting to put up uh, solid numbers. So a uh, pretty complete team. He's got Hunt on the bench. Uh well, I don't know if I should mention Curtis Samuel anymore. His his uh productive days might be done, but overall, a very strong team from Steve.
2: Yeah, yeah. Damon Pierce yeah. has really stepped up. His last two games, he's a uh, 105, uh, averaging 105 on the ground. Scored in both games. Uh, he might be the draft winner or the league winner in the draft. Uh, also has 14 or more carries in his last three games, so it looks like Texans uh, are. Uh, they their passing was really going to lean on Damian Pierce from here on out.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, it was a scare after week one where Rex Burke had more than him. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Steve's team, I moved him up six spots from two weeks ago. I didn't do it last week uh, to number two. Um, wow. Like said, Don, Barrow. Nice. Barrow's solid. I think he's going to be solid every week. I don't think he's going to be a top three, top five guy, but I think he'll be in that six to eight range. Which, you yeah. know, you do that every week. That's you know, just with give the rest me twenty. You
1: know, I want twenty every week at least for my quarterback.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know, Eckler finding the end zone three times after, you know, being called a bus by Steve. Yeah, last wow. Sunday morning. <laughs> um like you said about Pierce and then Melvin Gordon is basically a huge boost there. He didn't play well this week, but still scored 13.3 points, which is very solid. Uh, my biggest concern is Deontay though. I just, I worry about Pickett finding him the ball. It seemed like, it seemed like, it seems like Deontay's always open. So I, I it shouldn't be that much of a concern, but, um, but yeah, last week, I think he had two catches, eleven yards. So, yeah. um, yeah. you know, if, if that yeah. starts happening consistently, I just don't know where. You know, then you're relying on Curtis Samuel to be an every week starter, which, like I'm, you said, I, I, I just don't see it happening.
2: I'm starting to see a scenario when a uh, Tannehill lost his job to Mariota. That's when AJ Brown uh, took off. Sometimes these backup quarterbacks, like Pickens himself. uh, they practice with the backup receivers and with Kenny uh, Kenny Pickett or Kenny Pickett, the backup receiver who dominated uh, the guy on Bradstool. Yeah,
3: uh, there might were, be better. They,
2: you can see the report. Deontay had uh, he, he had double digit targets in his first three game. And then, yes, as soon as uh, they switched QB, he went down the floor. So that, that that's very concerning. Also, I got I got questions with Zach Ertz. Uh, just the return of uh Rondell Moore and D Hop's coming soon. I don't know if he's gonna keep up what he's <laughs> done lately. You Rondell
1: Moore before D Hop. <laughs> well, that's
2: because that's how my notes were. So yeah. yes, I did, so, and he's, uh, on he's on my team, so you know. Yeah, that that was good he's on my team. This is how the notes were, but Ertz been killing it his last three games. Uh, so. Over 20 receptions in his last three games, uh, touchdown two out of three. So I don't know if they're going to keep that up. And I, I have major concerns with Melvin Gordon. Uh, number one, he was afraid to run the ball. He was running not to fumble, not to do, uh, instead of being a running back. So, and, and Boone looked more explosive. Uh, he
1: did. Yeah.
2: Those, yeah, those three players. A uh, little, 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 little worried. But, you know, T. Higgins. Uh, maybe the Cincinnati's number one receiver in the last three games is averaging 96 yards uh, yes. per game, scoring two out of three, while Chase has only averaged 54 yards. I mean, that was the same thing
0: last year. It's just that Chase had the monster games. Chase like, had like think, four of them. Yeah, Chase. I mean, and he's he's going to keep doing that. But Higgins yeah. has been the the target guy when whenever he's healthy there. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah, what a steal in round three. And you know? I have no shares of T Higgins, but uh, it looks like he, he may be the better receiver so far. And I'm kind of regretting not drafting him with.
0: more consistent oh. at least. But
2: yeah, yeah, I think I'll take consistent over uh, random big games, truthfully. So I don't mind that. And can we talk about Tyreek Hill for a second? You know, he's on pace for 2,000 yards receiver. Yeah,
0: he's pretty good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's he's decent. Yeah, he's on pace for 2,000.
1: Slightly better than Jalen Waddell. Just slightly.
2: (laughs) I guess Tua is better than Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he couldn't make Tyreek Hill a 2,000 yard receiver. So I don't know. I don't think his efficiency, I don't think he can keep that pace. But shit, he's going to get at least 1,600 yards right the way he's going. And I I can't see the Red Zone targets keep going to Chase Edmonds. So, uh, Another steal with Tyreek Hill because I don't think any of us really were trying to right. Try like to I, I, so I, just saw C D
1: Lamb and and for me, Mike Evans and Devontae just yeah, they were way ahead of Tyreek. There was no chance I was going to take you know Tyreek over any of them, and that's just yeah ridiculous now.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. and every- going from Mahomes to Tua, us, it's scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, I just yeah. my, my fear with Hill is is not getting red zone targets. Uh, Andy Reid obviously can scheme up a play. Um, shovel passes and the rounds, whatever they were finding ways to get hill the ball inside the five. Yeah. And I, I don't see Miami doing that to be honest with you. So that's my biggest concern. Because I mean yeah. you look look in San Fran. They they get down to the goal line and it's it's run the ball. It's you know, let's get it to Debo behind the line of scrimmage because he's a running back, but it's not, you know, finding your receivers to get open. So that that's my only concern. Uh but the yardage has been fantastic.
3: Yeah.
2: Andy Reid scripted up a, a direct snap to a, a tight end. So, yeah, Scheme and Plays <laughs> in Kansas City was definitely much, much, much more uh, creative than what they're doing in Miami.
0: Yeah. Wow. yeah. Um, all right. So, Steve at three. Who's at four?
1: At four, I had the team I just can't quit, Chunk and Tom.
2: And you mentioned Tom Tom first when you mentioned their team, Tom Tom right, and Chunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: still Chunk's team, so yeah. Uh, I'll mention i that. have no
2: idea what Tom Tom looks like. Does Tom Tom wear like tight Levi dark blue jeans all the time with like a, a, a little overweight with a beard with like a tight Adidas jacket? <laughs>
3: no. I have no, no. idea
2: what Tom Tom looks
1: like. Okay.
2: Maybe I'm just describing Chunk and Grads, but I, have, I I can't picture Tom Tom at all.
1: Well, if you came to the draft, you would have met him.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's not yeah. as easy. Yeah, being 1,800 miles away from right. the draft, yeah. You'll, <laughs> you'll, never,
0: you'll never know until you come in person. Yeah. Well,
2: he never yeah. goes in front of the camera, I guess, because I've never seen
0: anybody. But well, that's the deal. You'll I, never know. He'll keep beating you and beating you every year. And he's, then, the, he's the behind-the-scenes we'll the the guy is. anyway. Wait, All right, 2023. 2023, 2023. I'm going to shake Tom Tom's hand. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so Tommy Tom coming in a four, even with – Done, even with Matthew Stafford at quarterback.
1: That's it, that's the only down. Da- that's why
0: i the twenty eighth ranked, first,
1: but uh, I mean Stafford should be able to to get him some solid points. I mean he can't be this bad all year long.
0: Yeah. I mean Jamal Williams has two more touchdowns than Matthew Stafford has passing this year.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty rough.
0: I, I, I just like you watch the games and, and uh, San Fran and like,
1: Buffalo have good defenses though. I mean
0: That's true. But if you can if you can double cup for a split second and, and bring a little bit of a pass rush, he's taking a sack. I I mean, it seemed like every single play last week that that's all it was. It was you know, again, San Fran has one of the best pass rushes in the league, so it's it's easier said than done. But you know, this week against Dallas it might be more of the same thing with you know with yeah, Parsons. Parsons there. Like all you have to do is just it's just guard cup for a second and a half and he's in trouble. Um, yeah, like well, I, I can't said.
1: can't argue much there. I mean, he might they might have to go to Trevor Lawrence, but uh, I do love the rest of the team though. I think you know Debo is back to being probably a top five wide receiver with Jimmy G back. Godwin's healthy. Cooks is going to be solid. Andrews is a stud. And Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is the fourth-ranked running back right now. My guy. I hate him so much.
0: Yeah, uh, they can keep him. Um, He's had, you know, his first three games, he had a total of 12 touches.
1: Yeah, uh, you can never count on the carries, but he's getting consistent goal-line looks. He, He gets involved in the passing game from game to game. And even last game, he had 19 carries out of nowhere.
0: That's the thing. If he can get, you know, more than seven or eight carries, like he had the first three games, then, then I agree. He could be, I mean, this is what, this is what we draft. You drafted him for two years ago.
1: Yeah. Just a solid number two. That's always going to put up consistent points because of the offense. He's in.
0: Yeah. With huge touchdown upside.
1: And then he's yeah, got he the don't stars and for- McCaffrey and Andrews. He yep.
0: don't
2: for 20 touchdowns. Uh, but like what Bob said, his consistency measure is not too swell. He actually had a zero yard rushing game, uh, it's hard to trust a running back with zero rushing yards. But if there was a running back to trust who had zero rushing yards, it would be the starting running back for KC. But look out for yeah, Isaiah Pacheco. He still had a
1: rushing touchdown with those zero yards, though. I
2: agree with you. Yeah, yeah, but look yeah, out for Isaiah Pacheco. They have five. That's good. That's good. You'd like to see him in the pass game. They haven't utilized him in the pass game uh, throughout the years, actually, ever. So if you can get involved in the pass game, that would be a huge boost. Yeah.
1: And uh, keep an eye on Michael Gallup when Dak comes back. I think Gallup could end up uh, sneaking his way into a wide receiver or a, for for their team, a flex
0: play. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they got a solid three receivers there with Godwin and Cooks, two and three. Um, good depth with Woods and
1: Gallup, I think.
0: Yeah. No, I, I like the team, too. I just, you know. Quarterback. Yeah. You, you need a quarterback to win.
1: Yes, you do.
0: That
2: is true. Yeah, I, I like Godwin. Just like I said with Mike Evans, uh, Tom Brady having his best game of the season with four issues. He's coming off 10 targets, 60 yards, second in targets. So, yeah, I expect Godwin to get back to his form from uh, last two years ago where he had his big year. I don't, I don't think Tampa's going to be running the ball much. But I do have a lot of concerns with Cooks. Cooks is averaging nine targets a game, has not had much success. He's only averaging 54 yards a game. He's on pace for only one touchdown. And David Mills is on pace for only throwing twenty. So I don't know where the production would cooks because I think Texans are gonna become a more run heavy team. And if David Mills right now is on pace for twenty touchdowns, I I, I don't think that's sustainable for Cooks to be a solid number two receiver. So I see him more. Oh, he's as, the number as
3: three.
2: A, Yeah, I'm just saying in general, most teams he would be a number he draft him as a number two, but since he drafted very well, he's his he's his team's third. I'm just talking about With on a Mark weekly basis. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mark, yeah. That's a
1: hell of a receiving core.
2: I, I, I like it. I like it. And I, I like Devo. Devo's been very successful this year. The first two games, he was more of the runner, a little bit isolated uh, from the passing game. But in the last two games, he's just been killing it in the air. So it's good to have a wide receiver one who can play running back or receiver and, and kill teams <laughs> in multiple
0: ways. Yeah, I yeah, like Cooks. I mean, he's had a, a couple tough matchups so far. Uh, like I said, like you were saying, as a receiver three, you know, that, that's hard to beat. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, depth here, running back depth, um, as long as Edwards can keep up with what he's doing.
1: He um, still have you know, well, I mean, Edmonds hasn't looked too good, but that's still a guy who could give you some points down the line.
0: Oh, for sure. Most can't stay healthy, so he could he could get all the carries in Miami in a couple weeks,
1: and then hope oh, you know Patterson should be back for them at some point. Yeah.
0: So keep
2: right. an eye out with right. wait, keep an eye out with Baltimore real fast. Um, so Lamar has only thrown thirty pass attempts once. The rest of the games have been at twenty nine attempts. If JK could get back to his rookie year form, uh, the way Justin Hill has been running has been pretty decent, and they're getting back Gus Edwards. Expect maybe a minimal decline in Andrews' production, but with this tight end landscape, even for a minimal decline in Baltimore, if they throw the ball less, that's still favorable when you play against most teams with Mark Andrews in there. He's leading this team in snaps by a long shot. Uh, Baltimore is actually tuning their wide receivers. No wide receiver had more than a 60% of the snaps. So for some odd reason, Baltimore, they keep Andrews on the field. Uh, but they platoon the receivers, so even with a decline in pass attempts, which I see coming, I still think Andrews
0: is definitely suitable than most tight ends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, getting him in the third round was a steal. It's yeah, you know what you're getting there, and it's nice having that every week consistency.
2: Yeah, at that position. I mean, we got people starting Evan Ingram and probably Case and Hill and shit like that. It, 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 it's a shit show out there in tight end. and tight end $51 land.
1: One dollars for Higby and eighty for Hawkinson. It's
2: worth it. <laughs> Can I justify the Hawkinson thing? I think I might have uh, texted to you guys. So the way I looked at it, uh, the way our owners have really stepped up throughout the decade, literally, uh, everybody has 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 a great handcuff that There's not many too good backup running backs to be like, oh, they're going to win the league. like The, the wives of Mitchell are not out there no more. Uh, so the way I felt with how bad tight ends is, there's not going to be a more talented player on waivers. So that that's why I spent so much on it, even with the tight end, because I, I – we don't have years like there was years where Grass had four tight ends on his teams and people having like three backup quarterbacks. Like that's not the case no more in our league. Our league is very well in tune, and uh, there's not many good handcuffed running backs on free agent if there's any. So that's why I spent a lot of Hopkins.
1: Yeah, he's a good yeah. asset, man. I can't blame yeah. you there. Yeah. I just don't know if you needed the bid eighty.
2: No, I did not. Apparently, what no. <laughs> no, <laughs> was that bid in the thirty-four?
1: The next highest bid was 27. 27. Mm-hmm. That yeah. Actually, you only spent 75 on Hogginson, not eight. Yeah.
2: My original was 50. So, and then I was like, no, I really want to. Then I was like, no, it'd be good to have the good tight end on the bench for trade assets. But our league don't trade for some reason. Yeah. Then we're going on two seasons without a
0: trade.
1: Yeah. No no <laughs> one trusts each other. So, That's <laughs>
0: right. Braz and Jay traded last year, and I oh, did that. Uh, unsurprisingly, they met each other in the finals, I believe. Oh wow! Because they both. Mm-hmm. Connor for uh, who was it? I forget who it was, but I'm pretty sure they made it one for one trade: James Connor and maybe a receiver. And they both helped out big time. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean
1: that's what you kind of need to happen for these trades anyway you need like one team to be heavy with one position and the other team heavy with another like and that, that just doesn't happen a lot there's too many injuries
0: yeah. i feel like I, guys think they're or they're too afraid to get you know the the losing end of a deal i don't know what it is it's just weird because yeah most other leagues you know trades are flying around trade offers are flying around at least I I offer
2: I offer Kelsey for Jonathan Taylor. It did do that? I got it got turned down.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, so yeah. I would have done, done it in a heartbeat. You would have took Kelsey. Yeah.
2: Yeah. If you look it at there, it, look.
1: got Fournette Stevenson. Uh, yeah, he, I mean he, Fournette yeah, and Stevenson. I would leave him a big hole at running back, but yeah, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd just... probably do it. To, I don't know. That's a tough one.
0: Well, they could have had Hawkinson. Yeah. <laughs> I just
1: kept Hawkinson. Hawkinson, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, do uh, Who do you, who do you we'll, got we'll
1: next? We'll get to their team, though. Uh, uh, coming in at number five is Shane. Speaking of quarterback play.
0: Yeah, that's right. I got Shane he, four.
1: Shane had a terrible – Terrible week, but I didn't let that stop me from keeping him high in the ranking because I, I still still like his team. Josh Allen getting in steady points. I still believe in Kamara. He'll get healthy. Waller's solid tight end. Devontae and James Robinson. Uh, you know, the Eagles are shutting down running backs, so I wasn't too surprised he didn't do well there. But I think he's as solid as it gets for RB, two.
0: Yeah, and that, that's part of the reason I, I have him up so high is because Robinson seems like the guy. Um, and he looks he, he looks pretty good doing it. Um, didn't look good against the Eagles, but should bounce back against Houston this week. Um, we'll get back healthy, and I think he's going to be the guy we always expect. Um, and I think the same thing, you know, Devontae Adams, it seems like he's been struggling, but he's still the – the, the receiver six on the year like,
2: <laughs> No, Devont, Devontae has been doing quite well He's, he's getting 12 targets a game uh, He's on pace for 12 touchdowns as well So, yeah, yeah. you'll take that Yeah, yeah. He, he, It looks worse than what it is But if you really look at it yeah, 12 targets on pace for 12 touchdowns that, That's definitely worth draft, his draft capita Oh,
0: yeah. yeah He just had back-to-back weeks with 12 yards and 36 yards But he, that, he's 12 that's touchdown what it
1: was touchdowns
0: yeah. mm-hmm.
1: But, he, of course, he scored touchdowns about those games
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's what he does. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. Let, can, let me talk about James
2: Robinson. And what he's done has been a tremendous and exceeding all expectations. But if you minus his one big run, if you minus his longest run each game, his first game, he averaged 1.2 on the ground. Uh, second game, 2.8, 3.3. in his best game, where you just subtract his largest run, is 4.4. 4. Uh, there's a little bit of a cons- consistency concern with him. I, and, and I'm not saying this as a. Uh, at the end, owner, uh, but the, if you take away his, he always has a big run, and uh, I don't. And with Doug Peterson never being out of the top ten in passing, uh, passing percentage per game, I, I I don't know if he's going to maintain what he did earlier in the season.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I could see it happening because. You know, same reason I didn't like Cam Akers, the same reason I wouldn't have drafted Robinson. You know, nobody's come back from the Achilles and looked good. Um, no, I know. Again, is it, I haven't been watching the Jags games. You know, is, is he running through big holes? Is he actually breaking tackles? You know, I, I, I can't tell yeah. that, but yeah, I pretty much
1: just see him on red zone getting those uh, touchdowns.
0: Yeah. Um, but so far, so good.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, and the last two years, he's been a top 10, top 12 running back. I mean uh, – Shane just...
1: also has a pass catcher a sh- extraordinaire, Devin Singletary, in his flex right now. <laughs> yeah. That came out he of, got of nowhere. I mean, Yeah, I Buffalo tried to replace – Not catching any passes, and then out of nowhere, 9 for 78 and, and a touchdown. And yeah, then he gets four for 47 last week.
0: Yeah, if he can do that, and then, you know – Maybe get it, take a couple outcome. touchdowns away from Josh Allen. Yeah, there's no reason he's not a, a solid plug-and-play RB2 every week. Yeah, he's, he's worthy more than a flex,
2: and right now he's changed flex. So that, that's definitely great uh, a great asset at the flex. His receiving core doesn't look sexy, but, man, they've been producing. Tyler Lockett, God damn, Geno Smith. No one drafted Seattle receivers probably <laughs> out of us three. But he Kyle Lockett is on right, pace for right. 115 catches and 1,200 yards. Right now.
1: Uh, and, so. and look at the targets, 11, 11, and 8 the last three games. Um,
2: so Yeah, no one expected that. Uh, he was going in like the 6th, 7th, 8th round. So I don't think anybody uh, expected Geno to produce two. Uh,
1: Fantasy-relevant guys, though. yeah, why would you?
2: And this week, and this week, uh, Seattle has New Orleans, so expect uh, Lattimore to cover DK. So I, I, I think Tyler eats. If you do DFS fantasy, Tyler is, is a good choice this week.
1: Ah, uh, week I'm, I'm playing Shane.
2: Yeah, yeah, Lattimore is <laughs> going to be on DK. I don't see any other way. So expect a lot, of, a lot of targets, or this consistency of eleven targets a game to stay there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I like I said, I have Shane. I think fourth. Um, it's because the, the starters, you know, they're all solid. And you got Josh Allen there who can win you any single week. And then Waller at tight end. Um, hasn't been his old self. He's um, struggling the last we, couple games, but I feel like the big games, big days are coming for him.
2: Yeah, uh, don't expect Waller to go out of the offense. His first two games, he had double-digit fantasy points, scoring one out of two games. And had 50 or more yards. His last two, he hasn't even clipped four points. You know, that Waller and uh, Derek Carr have that rapport. So, even though it's been a rough two weeks, I can't see that trending in that direction from here on out.
0: Yeah, Yeah, my only concern is is the depth here. Um, You know, the bench doesn't look great. I do like Ayuk. I think he'll turn it around eventually. But other than that, there's a lot of, Waiver wire fodder here, uh, uh, and there's yeah. a and,
2: and there's an empty. we should go down one rank because he has an empty <laughs> bench position. <laughs> but, you know, he has someone in the IR. Yes, yes, someone in the IR. Yeah, he has somebody in the IR, and but he doesn't replace it with a bench player. The point of the the, the purpose of putting a putting <laughs> a player in the IR is to fill up that empty bench spot he has right there.
0: Maybe he's got a waiver player. So Shane
2: drops down one rank. You could adjust that, Don. I know earlier in the pod I said you can't adjust it, but for that, you could adjust it. One more thing on Terry McLaurin. He only had 23 receiving yards in the first half. There is something odd about Washington not giving him the ball in the first half. He's still on pace for 110 yards, but for some odd reason, him and Wentz cannot connect in the first half. Uh, four weeks, only 23 yards receiving. Jay could probably speak on that own better. Maybe
0: Wentz is just missing him or just holding on the ball too long. But yeah, that has to know. change. Yeah, it's just Wentz. It's just the inconsistent play. It's just, yeah, you know. He, yeah, I went through it last right?
1: year with Pittman. Yeah. You, just, you can't rely on Wentz. I think we know that all too well.
0: Yep. All, all right, Don, Don, what you got next?
1: All right. At number six, we have Graz. Brawls. whatever you want me to say. <laughs> Coming off a nice week, Patrick Mahomes doing his thing Henry looked good Miles Sanders is making us all look foolish We all knew the Eagles offensive line Was great And we let probably the expert Fantasy rankers who everyone had Miles Sanders going 6th, 7th, 8th round I think we let that get to our heads And forgot how good this guy Can be when he's healthy and how good our offensive Line is
2: Yeah (laughs) Miles has been incredible this year. Uh, like you said, most draft experts had them on the do not draft list. They were so concerned with that zero touchdowns. But his yards per carry is, like, always over five. So the efficiency has always been there. It's just that he's been robbed and goal on either not being on the field or Jalen Hurst just taking all the touchdowns. As of now, uh, uh, Miles Sanders is on for 1,500 yards, 12 touchdowns, and 288 fucking carries. Like, who's saw yeah. this coming
1: didn't see that coming. I thought at least, like, you know, he, he'd he be kind of splitting work a, a little bit with Gainwell and Scott. No. Uh, they're only or even, well, Scott was out last week, but the backup. Or even the guy from
2: San Francisco. Trey Sermon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's another steal of the draft right there. uh Yeah, great, great, great pickup.
3: uh Graz is
1: incredibly top-heavy, though. I love his top four, the two running backs, Mahomes and A.J. Brown, but the rest of the roster is pretty thin.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh Concern. Um, Jerry Judy I I thought was going to be solid, but it looks like the whole Broncos offense just stinks. Um, No, it's not the whole offense. just Russell Wilson. Well, (laughs) at this point, that's Um, everyone. And then Renfro, again, Didn't like him coming in. I won't like him all year long. Um, and right now we got Hayden Hurst the tight end and Cole Komet. So that's my biggest concern is that you know, and even James Conner. He he needs to turn it around. Um, if he does that, then I'd feel a lot more comfortable having Judy and Renfro and Hayden Hurst, but I got grass tenth just because you know, you got three major holes there. Um Yeah, um, I I see a lot of holes too. And you got Uh, you got Derek Henry who you know, he has one game over 100 yards. If you would look last year to his first four game, I'd bet he have three or four of them. Um I, I don't know. I, I feel like he's not the same running back. At least nah, in- they're trying-
1: he's still got three three games over 20 carries. I mean, he's he's getting the work. He's gonna put up points.
0: Yeah, you know, he's he's at four yards a carry in those games, Um but they're trying to get him the ball in the receiving game now, which is nice. Get him in space because I think he did lose a little bit going through the hole
1: oh but, wow yeah, yeah he, wow. He, he, four last catches five for and, and 58
0: yeah so if he can stick with that i mean he's had 24 and 26 points the last two weeks um that's just because they're getting him, the ball out wide and just letting him do his thing um so
2: so and, last year he was he was on pace for his career high reception before he got hurt so they tried to do it last year but unfortunately he got hurt with that list frank injury
0: yeah i just think this year they they have to i don't think they have a choice oh. but yeah they have no choice it scares me a little more um, than other years, just with the way he's been used. I think they know something isn't right there. Um, and yeah, James Conner, like I said last year, he was awesome. Um, this year, he's he's not twenty six yards, twenty five yards, thirty nine yards, fifty five yards rushing. Um, not getting
1: the touchdowns,
0: and that's the he's thing. Not- He's on pace for six hundred yards and four touchdowns.
2: So yeah, like Bob said, he, he he's not efficient nor is he getting the touchdowns.
0: Yeah. And and yep. I, I think the rest of the the season relies on James Conner becoming what he was last year, which I don't know if that yeah. No.
2: It's it's hard to go back to back years with that touchdown uh Success—it's it, bound to drop. There was a stat I heard with people who score more than twelve touchdowns. The percentage of them getting double digits is astronomically low, so it, no shock there. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Let's talk about the NFL for a second in general. This might speak with Stafford's troubles, along with Russell and Tom Brady around here. The cover two high safety. Uh, NFL that the lowest passing yards per game since two thousand six. So. It's not just – all these quarterbacks seems to, the, to have a little trouble. Mahomes has a 300 yards just once this year. He's on pace for 50 touchdowns. So, you know, even though the yards ain't there, that 50 touchdown looks yeah. sexy. He's playing Las Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas last year, he had 400 yards pass on with five touchdowns. So maybe a big week here with Patrick Mahomes. But it is a new coach of staff in Vegas.
0: Yeah, I mean Mahomes is always gonna be a stud. Uh I had a little bit of concern, I'm not gonna lie, coming into the year, but he looks awesome. Um you know, he look, he looked great against Tampa Bay. I think if that game was closer, he could he could've went for three thirty and five if if they would've if they wanted to. Uh but yeah, like I said, my my concern with Graz is as soon as he starts hitting the bye weeks, having Henry out of the lineup where Mahomes yeah. is a problem. Having Sanders out or Connor, you know, he
1: really needs to to find a receiver, he's tight end or wide out, one of them. Yeah,
0: he yeah, he can't live off
2: Judy and Renfro, uh, yeah. no, and and Hurst either. I I don't agree with your ranking on. Love Grass, a great bass player and great singer, but uh, <laughs> I think he should be lower.
1: Grass has been yeah. known though; he's got the yeah, yeah. Color. Yeah, that's a champ,
2: actually. I'll
0: I'll take back everything I said. He's a champ. Well, listen to this.
1: He wins with top heavy teams. That's what he does.
0: All right. Well, listen listen to this. Ready? So, after this week, the following week, he's got Derrick Henry and Renfro on a bye. Week week seven, he's got the Eagles, Sanders, and Brown on a bye. And then week eight, he's got Mahomes on a bye. Um, Like I said, I think being so top heavy and then running into three bye weeks like that really. Really can hurt him. Yeah,
3: um, yeah. Again,
0: once he's healthy, it's not it's not that big a deal. But I, I think it's going to be tough sweating over the next four weeks.
1: Yeah. Good call, boss.
0: Good night. Oh, I hope
1: I'm playing him in these next couple. Of weeks. I, I was about to say, I hope I play three <laughs> times
0: in a row. <laughs> All right. That's definitely the right. time. Who do you got next, Don?
1: Next is Brandon Pettit. Fuck yeah! Coming fuck yeah! Number seven.
0: No, well, well, well. Yeah, probably
1: higher on you than you are.
0: No, yeah, I, I really i to bring him five.
1: Um Oh, okay. All right. I, I thought everyone I thought you guys would be a lot lower due to Russell Wilson.
0: Yeah, honestly, I I didn't factor that in much and I I probably should have to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, I just, he, I just have
1: no idea he, what to make. Like I want to believe in a bounce back, but everything my eyes are telling me right now is that he is kind of cooked.
2: Yeah, he looks horrible out there. Uh, he looks out of sync, uh, missing open receivers, forcing it to Courtland Sutton. Uh, I'll take that from a fantasy perspective. But from a real NFL quarterback, he he, he is uh, droppable at this point. I will not drop him. I, I did pick up Jameis Winston, who's Justice Hill, who just got put on IR. So I'm picking up Jameis Winston, and uh, he's only to be my healing out starter. after He comes back and plays, I think, Seattle. No, he plays Seattle this week, but – yeah, he he is, the, he is the downfall to my team, but I think I'm pretty solid everywhere else. I mean, suitable uh,
1: I, receivers. I'd be a little worried about Juju.
2: Ah, uh, yes. Uh, like, got, so, like, after three out of four games he has eight targets. Uh week 1, no starters playing the fourth quarter. Uh So Juju when teams play man, he's one of the worst uh man receiving uh receivers. Uh, so that's what Chargers did. They play man against uh, Casey, which most teams do not, and he struggled. But when he when he plays the zone, uh, he's getting eight targets a game. And like I said earlier, uh, Mahomes only has one game over 300 yards. Uh, he's not looking for Juju in the end zone. He has zero targets while in the end zone. He only has two red zone targets. Kelsey is thriving in the red zone. <laughs> so they're kind of counterproductive. But as a wide receiver three, I, I don't mind that. And last week with well, Drake London – He's my three. Drake London's my two. So, Drake London last week. Don't get it twisted. He had seven targets. His quarterback only threw the ball 19 times. That's a 38 37% uh, target rate. That is astronomically fucking high. Uh, Kyle Pitts is out. Kyle Pitts is struggling. Uh, they have Tampa Bay who play zone. Hard to run on. And the fact that they're starting running back slash wide receiver is not playing. And, I don't and see the probably be
1: down two touchdowns, three touchdowns at some point.
2: Yeah, Juju. Yeah, like you said, back to Juju. He's a concern, but he's not over. Overall, not he, he's on pace for a pretty decent season. He just hasn't gotten in the end zone. Obviously, I got the number one tight end with the number one running back, uh, best one of the best running backs of all time. No joke. Yards after carry career for Nick Chubb. Right? Yeah, let's talk about Travis. He had fifty percent of the run snaps last week. Uh, yeah, it's not looking good because uh, he hasn't seen anything in the receiving game. But uh, he is a bench player for me. Uh,
1: yeah, so. I mean that's a good stash.
2: Yeah, it's I a good stash. We'll see if he's a second right now. Plate.
1: But you know, like you, like you guys say, Robinson's coming off that injury. It usually doesn't work out too well for those guys. He goes down again. All of a sudden, ETN is going to be startable.
2: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if he's a second half. A lot of rookie running backs, like my 2020 team, they had uh, Jonathan Taylor and J.K. Dobbins. They both broke out huge second half. So sometimes these rookie running backs have a good second half breakout. That's what I'm relying on right now. And you got Kyle
1: Herbert, who, you know, he might be the better running back in Chicago.
2: He might be, and he proved it last year. He was the better running back. I'm going to give him a shot this week. I may move T.J. in that flat spot, but back to just rankings. My team is solid. If I had a Average quarterback, I would have two more wins against the league. Russell has held me back. Russell has games like five points, six points, seven points. It, 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 there's, no, he has two nine-point games. I thought he had a seven-point game. But he, he is the only downfall to my team. I think I'm pretty solid everywhere else.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so I did the rankings before the game last night. And I honestly thought that Russ would come out throwing a ton because, you know, Javante's out. Melvin Gordon's been one, so I I was kind of higher on Sutton and Wilson, um, and Judy a little bit, just because I I thought they would throw the ball a ton, and he Um, (laughs) didn't. It was ugly. It was I turned it off. I stopped watching.
2: Um, Sutton's one of the highest uh, just air yards and percentage of yards with with his quarterback. He's probably like top five. He, He he's had a good year with very unproductive quarterback. So if Russ can be average, Sutton is, is easily a top seven receiver from here on out.
0: Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Um, yeah, I do like Chubb and Dylan. Um, like Don was saying, I, I, I can't trust Juju. Even when they targets a game, that could be that could be six for 40, you know, with no touchdowns easily. Yeah. Um, And then London, I – You know, you said they only threw the ball 19 times, but I think they did that in back-to-back weeks. It's just they don't want to throw the ball. They don't want Mariota doing that. They want to run the ball. They want to work off play action. Um, So I don't see them ever being a high-volume passing team. Um, Yeah. Who knows? But they they haven't been playing from behind much at all. So that could change once they start getting down by two scores. Um, And I think think ETM will – not break out, but I, you know he's not going to be as bad as he is now. And even right now, he's he's running back forty. He hasn't done a whole lot, but he, he's a, a flex player now. And if he gets a little bit more involved with the offense, I think he can become a, a reliable starter in the flex position.
1: Yeah, that would that would be huge for Brandon.
0: Yeah, so I, I got hopes on that. Herbert, I, I, you know, I, I just don't think when they're both healthy, I think they're just going to eat away at each other. I just – you know, I I don't see him just becoming the guy without a Montgomery injury. That's my only – No,
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. But, you know, he's already hurt. And there's the the chance that maybe they just flat out bench Montgomery. I mean, he hasn't been good.
2: Yeah, he had one good game this year.
0: Yeah, and, you know.
2: I think we should be more focused on just how great fucking Nick Chubb is at football. Like, I look, yards oh, after contact, the he's it. like three hundred yards <laughs> after contact this year. There is people who probably gonna finish that season total who they drafted in the seventh, sixth round. So, my man Nicky has been fucking eating. He's a beast. He's a hidden gem. The only reason he gets drafted by he gets drafted by the same team in every fantasy league by the same guy every year
1: because they know how great he is. And everyone else is like, well, he doesn't catch passes, and Kareem Hunt's there, so yeah. i draft uh, this asshole who will underperform for me. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so he's played – Jets, Pittsburgh and the Falcons. That that should be four teams drafting the top ten picks this year.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh,
0: maybe not the Jets. They might be the best team they played so far, which is sad. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I, I mean, Chubbs a stunned. And what's it, week 12 when – uh, what's his name comes back? Watson?
2: Yeah, he's not going to be good at football. He's been out for two years. I don't even think he gets the starting job. Well,
1: you don't I, think he's going to come back and be the starter?
2: No, I, I really don't. If they have a winning record –
1: hundred-plus million reasons why.
2: Yeah, I, I think he's going to be a 2023 player. If they're winning, I, I, don't, I don't foresee him coming back and, and starting
0: he looked yeah. hard on the preseason. Yeah, that's true. But if he does and he, he is who he was, or at least most of that, uh, that could that could really open things up for the offense too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um,
1: uh, we, coming in at number eight is me. My eight. shitty team. I keep winning somehow. I don't know. What, I mean, Rashad Penny comes out of nowhere, gets me 31 points. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I don't like anyone. Joe Mixon, underperformance. Rodgers pr- should probably be a backup quarterback. Elliott should be a flex at best, but I'm kind of counting on him as an RB2. Higby's been solid. The only guy I really like on my team is Romeo Dobbs. That was a good late pick. I'm proud of uh, Well, D- yeah, Diggs is just, you know, he, he is who he is.
0: Yeah, Diggs is awesome. I mean
1: I, – I like Diggs, but I, I wasn't I wasn't excited to pick him or anything. He was just the best wide receiver available. So, I, I'm just kind of t- talking more of likability on my team.
0: Yeah, but I mean – There's no one
1: I like. I, I barely care about these guys. <laughs> like, it's hard. I was so much more focused on baseball. And now that baseball is over, I'm just looking at him like, ah, this is the team – well, Donnie, sure. <laughs> you can always
0: trade the guys you don't like. You can get a haul for Stefan Diggs. I mean, yeah, his, his worst game was last week. He had four for 62 in a bad weather game at Baltimore with, like, a playoff atmosphere. Um, he's really good at football. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: And Mixon, I mean, Mixon's he's, – he's still the running back 16 right now. Hey, he, if anyone he, wants to yeah. trade
1: for Joe Mixon, let me know, please. I'll take them. For what yeah, though? You don't him. have a running back to offer me back to replace him. A-
0: AJ Dillon. Jeff Wilson.
1: <laughs> um,
0: no. But, no, I mean, you're down in your just, team, but but I, I think your team's solid, like, all the way through. I, I, I don't like Rodgers a ton um, because of the inconsistent play at receiver for Green Bay. There's just uh, no
1: upside. I mean, I just don't see him having any 354 touchdown
0: games, you know. Like, uh, I see and Mix- twenty. I And I do agree with you there. Like I said, I, I think they want to win on defense and controlling the clock, just having Rodgers get first downs and then try to get Jones and Dylan involved. Um, so, so, Go
2: ahead. M- Mixon's done this in the past where he started up. I think it was two or three seasons ago. He was almost droppable. Uh, this year he's – Lead the NFL in snaps. He's third in goal line percentage. Uh, yeah. Even though he's at two point seven four touchdowns, he did this about two years ago, and he turned it on the second half. And, and
1: did you see with him, that offense? They gave him the ball like six times in a row, like at the two yard line, and he couldn't punch it in.
2: Yeah, that's frustrating. I wanted to watch that, like watching your
0: dog die. Dolphins defensive look. <laughs> they look decent so far. Yeah. yeah.
1: I know, but you know that—that's why I drafted the guy. Oh, he's going to get a ton of rushing touchdowns, and he's looking like C.E.H. from last year with the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, but even touchdowns
1: still, you're so fluky. I hate it.
0: That's true, but he still finished with seventeen point eight points in a, in a game. Yeah. He could have easily had twenty eight. Like yeah, the, up, the upside. He is had there. he had
1: fifteen in like the first quarter, and then just so, not,
0: I know, I was wondering. Yeah,
2: I expect Diggs to turn this around. I know his, first, his last two games have been horrible, but uh, Allen's thrown 63 times in one of those games. pitched 28th against the wide receivers. There's injuries to Crowder and McKenzie. Uh, I, I, I could see Diggs really blowing up this week, kind of like he did the first two weeks where he had four total TDs, 20 receptions, and 270 uh, 70 receiving yards in two games. So, I I, digs will turn around. I I think
0: Allen will make a point.
1: He's he's been great. It's you know the rest of the guys.
0: Yeah, I mean Mike Williams right now. If he gets double digit targets, he's awesome. He's had four targets, two points, and then the next week, ten targets, twenty three point three points. Then six targets, eight points, eleven targets, seventeen point five points. I mean he's inconsistent, but.
1: I and expect Cle- a little, a little more consistency with Allen out though.
2: And Cleveland, Cleveland gives up some big plays. Uh, I, I think Mike and Stefan is going to have a huge week this week. Cleveland couldn't even shut down the Atlanta, so he's due for a big week as well. Yeah. But your biggest yeah. thing is, when do you start Zeke? When do you start Tony?
1: Yeah. As I, I can't imagine going it's, through that. It, it's been a carousel with RV2 and Flex trying to figure out, like, between all these scrubs, who am I starting? Uh, luckily, I hit last week with Penny. Yeah, that worked out. But, yeah, I, I had to sweat out getting a top six win when I should have had it easy if I would started Elliott over Pollard.
0: Yeah, I mean for for the Cowboys, it's going to be whoever finds the end zone. It seems like I mean, even though Zeke didn't do it last week, yeah. Um,
1: this week's a little easier because Pollard's banged up. Uh, he hasn't been practicing, so I, I, Zeke's going to get the start. But going against the Rams and Aaron Donald, it, it's probably going to be eighteen carries, forty-eight yards. You know, and end up scoring me like eight or nine fantasy points.
0: Yeah, I can see him. I can see him getting a couple catches though. He he really hasn't caught the ball at all this year. Um, no. usually he's good for three or four a game um, so, so maybe they try to offset the pass rush by getting him involved you know with some screens but uh, you know Rashad Penny's my guy I mean you, you think about it you got let's say Mixon and Penny running back one running back two you got Diggs Mike Williams and then when Bateman comes back you know as your wide receiver three that's,
1: that's well I'm hoping to start Dobbs and the flex when Bateman comes back.
0: Exactly. And then you have your receivers. You got Higby or Schultz should be reliable every week. I mean, it's solid there. There's no there's no high-end um, quarterback play, which is – I just picked up yeah. Kenny
1: Pickett and Gino wow.
0: Smith. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> I got everything I said. Well, Don, yeah. that's available um, when he comes back. I'll wait. I'll wait for you, and then you can have all the cowboys. Oof,
1: man, I could. I would. All that. <laughs>
2: I would be. I will be very careful. Careful with Kenny Pickett. Uh, they have a fucking brutal, one of the worst schedules I've ever witnessed. In, like the next. Nah, that was just a,
1: a dark throw. Let me see how he looks. You never know. He might, yeah. you might get surprised because uh, yeah, Burks and Bateman are both out this week. They'll probably lose that designation, and then I'll be dropping two guys, which will probably be yeah. Pickett and a defense. Okay. No, a it's a good start. You guys will appreciate this. Veteran move, I had an open roster spot. Picked up the Rams D playing at home against Carolina next week. And I'll drop the Broncos D who I just started this week.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah too much. We got too much bench space, it seems like. But that's all right.
1: <laughs> hey, I wouldn't mind dropping a bench spot. I, I think that would make a lot of sense.
0: I would love to. Get rid of some stashes, but that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. All right. So who do you got next?
1: So coming in at number nine is Jay Donnelly. Oh. Let me let me
2: tell you something. Jay has one of the best drafts his his team is stacked.
1: I love Jay. I I, love- I I I
2: think it's one of the best teams, if not the best, just from here right. on out. You have
1: to admit. Right. Right now he's dealing with a lot of injuries. Keenan's out, Swift's out. He's still trying to, you know, figure out what you know what rookie wide receivers are gonna be startable or not.
2: Uh I think the I think the rookie all of them are startable. They've all produced Alave uh, looks like he's okay. the guy. Garrett Wilson's the only one with, with now the quarterbacks, but Jahan but Dotson's with, like almost
1: But also with Garrett Wilson, uh I mean are the Jets really going to support three wide receivers? Because Corey Davis has been getting a lot of looks, and then you still have a lot yeah, of people. to
2: well, yeah, they could support three with Flacco. Flacco was one of the highest pass attempts of, of all time for the first three <laughs> games. But we'll see with Zach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally one of the high. So, yeah, now Jacobs is on the rise for him. He's averaging 84 yards uh, per game, 84. Uh, that's a solid 56-round pick he had. 4.8 uh, per carry.
1: Take that job.
2: Uh, let me tell you something about Brees Hall. He will be next year's number one pick if I don't have the first pick overall. Brees Hall will, and I Bullshit. regret not you know have, take Job. I will take Chubb, and I say unless I had the first pick. But I'm just saying you got to see this playoff schedule for him. And when he takes over this job, they're just going to remember this back half of the season where he has Detroit, Jacksonville, and Seattle. Uh, I I drafted Brees Hall in every mock draft, and after that four carry one yard and rumors that he was splitting, uh, I bitched out. And it's one of the biggest regrets of my life because I, I think Brees Hall uh, with his college production along with his his uh for his combine time, he 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 came in as Jonathan Taylor, and this team is just gonna feed him the ball
1: over and over. It, you remember what I said in preseason when me, you, and Brad were, were, yeah. were talking fantasy? I was like, I, I know Brandon can't wait to draft Brees Hall with, with his uh, first pick in the, in the fifth round.
2: Third. Yeah. I was going to take or him third and fourth maybe. round. And, and I kind of oh, popped no, yeah, up. Round. But back to his team, his team is stacked. He, he has Cooper cup also, uh, Cooper this year has not really stepped off his pace. Uh, stepped off from his last year pace. He's a, he, he's right now he's on pace for 179 receptions, 1700 yards, and 12 touchdowns, and 229 targets. Uh I I don't see how he's ranked so low, especially with Kittle coming back, Keenan Allen coming back. You, even though they are injured, you gotta take. I feel like you you should look at them returning and. and not counting that against him. And he has DeAndre Swift on the bench, too, not in his IR spot. Do they know how to use that IR spot? But he has DeAndre (laughs) in there as well. So this team is one of the – this is the deepest team we have in the league. Jay
1: has has three guys. Two. And none of them are in the IR spot.
0: (laughs) He's got three. He's got Allen, Swift, and Dotson. Right. So, so,
2: so, Shane and Jake do not know how to use the IR spot. Rich is Rich is fucking pissed right now because Shane had an empty spot with somebody in the IR.
0: Yeah, yeah. I got so I got Jay's team ranked third, um, just because Brady's back. He's single. He's 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 ready. He's got his he's got his weapons back. Um, he's gonna start. Having some old Brady sooner than later, um, and then DeAndre Swift, Brees Hall, Josh Jacobs, the best, probably the best running back room right now. Um, yeah, Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen, and then anyone. Wow, of the I mean, it's a lot. I mean, these are all
1: hypotheticals right now, though. None of these guys have been healthy in producing. Kittle has, but they're gone. They will come back. They will come back. Okay. You're You're preaching the choir a bit. I I told you guys I (laughs) love Jay's team. But right now, you know, I I needed someone to put near the bottom. And I'm kind of doing Jay a favor. Every time I rank his team high, he starts getting hurt and dropping down and he loses games. When I rank him low like this, he puts up like 150. (laughs) So I'm I'm trying to help him out here.
2: And look right. at Olave. His, his last three games, Olave's average in 98 yards, 11 targets per game. Yeah, he's the legit starter uh, now. Dude, yeah. And he has Keenan. So, so Olave's going to be his number three. DeAndre Swift, Brees Hall, and Josh Jacobs is going to be in his flats. This is this is probably the best team from here on out. Uh he wants uh,
1: help?
2: Yeah. Once healthy, yes, I agree. And shit, I And
1: Goff. I actually wish I had Goff on my bench. <laughs>
3: Dude,
2: if you, One of the if you back,
1: in fact, Jay had a nice ballsy move and started Goff over Brady. I mean, they both killed it, but Goff put up forty-three.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. good move by Jay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I mean, it's stacked once everyone's healthy. Yeah, if he, he won't
1: healthy. be at nine for long, probably.
0: All right. Who do you got next? Number, Number 10. 10 is
1: the big faller. I never should have moved them that high up anyway. Poppy and RP. I actually wrote Poppy and Graz in the rankings, and you can't – uh-huh. that kind of sucks, but Poppy and RP. Number 10. Back Number where they belong near the bottom.
2: Yeah, the weird part yeah. about their team. The, their first two picks were at running back, but that seems to be the, the weakness right now with, with going Taylor and Fournette. The first tour, their 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 wide receiver core is pretty solid though. I, I kind of like it, what no, he's working with. It. Is
1: it? I think it's. I
2: mean, it, yeah. Where do we, where do you see his weakness with his wide receivers?
1: Well, I, I throw tight ends into wide receivers. I, I, oh, I do Firemuth is a lower end starter. Uh, I'm um,
2: not even talking about Firemuth. Well, Firemuth's been
1: Marquise Brown. I know you guys love him, but I, I don't think he's upper echelon receiver. And now Hopkins is coming back.
3: Uh, so has done
1: a lot better than I thought. The Colts have been god awful, so uh, I don't know how much better Pittman's gonna get. I don't think he really has a true number one.
2: Oh, I think you're incorrect. Uh, I think St. Brown's a true number one, should have drafted higher. His first two games, he had 24 targets and three total touchdowns. I know he got hurt, but he's coming back. Also, with Hollywood, uh, with Kirk, um, uh, has averaged 18 a game, not including the monsoon game. So I don't – I think to write that off. So Kirk's averaging 18 a game. Uh, TD a game and averaging 85 yards is not in that monsoon. Uh, I, I don't see what you don't like.
0: Like, wide receiver four will be Michael Pittman right now. So so the Eagles game was not a monsoon. It was rain. No. It was a little bit of wind. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as people said it was. Uh, Kirk
1: faced a good cornerback and you know, kind of got shut down.
0: I mean, it was it was it was sloppy. It was soaking wet, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't like horrible conditions. Yeah. Uh, Marquise Brown's
2: out averaging 13 targets a game. I re, I, I do like this. This is probably the best yeah. receiving core in the league.
1: I, I think. Ooh, I wouldn't go there.
0: Um, I yeah. don't have all the teams. There. They're close, but they you know.
1: They're also starting Zach Wilson this week. I mean, yeah, I'm not quarterback. Tell you that. that is pretty weak. You said yourself, running backs. I mean, they're they're solid, but they're not great. I mean, Taylor's out right now, and Fournette has always been kind of shaky. I think Rashad White's going to start getting more involved as the year goes on. Stevenson, yeah. how much can you count on him with Har- splitting carries with Harris? So I mean, you guys are higher on the wide receivers than me, so I guess that's why. Uh, well, Bob, where do you have them ranked?
0: So I I got them I got them down two spots to eight, but
1: all right, so not too far off.
0: No, but I mean, the cores there. Jonathan Taylor still a running back one. Um yeah. Fournette is still solid. Um, I Fournette might lose one. his job. Um, and then like, right now, like Brandon was saying, I think he's got four wide receiver twos, basically, with Brown being pretty much a one if he can keep up with what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, I'd,
1: right. I'd agree with that.
0: Um, so, again, I, I like that depth, especially getting into the, the bye weeks where you're still going to be starting three out of four of those guys. Um, you know, the problem is there's not much past that. The bench doesn't look appealing at all. Um, no. And like, then from... they,
1: they just don't have guys that are going to carry them week to week, really.
0: Well, Taylor's supposed They're to – Supposed yeah, to hell, be Taylor. Yeah. But but yeah, I, I don't like the quarterbacks either. Um if they, honestly if they had a top end quarterback, I think they'd be higher because I no, think is consistent enough. Um I think the receivers, you know, Pittman scored eight last night. I, I, I could see Brown or Kirk going off for twenty five, at least one of them every week might be that guy, which is always nice to have. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and then certain Zach Wilson, I agree. It, it, scratch uh scratch my head over that a little bit i know they're the 32nd ranked defense but they've played burrow josh allen and lamar jackson so even though they gave up a lot of points miami they they've played nothing but studs so i think they're being a little misled with that 32nd opponent rank with zach wilson I do like Ramondre Stevenson to, to get uptick in carries with Mac out last two games. He's at 5.3 yards a carry with four receptions per game. So I, I, I think New England starts leaning on the run game tremendously. Uh, I think Ramondre is a suitable RB2 from here on out. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so how do
1: you, you feel know. about Damian Harris? Then is he also a suitable RB two from here on out? He's a high
2: end. Yeah, I think he's a high end RB two. He he's been. It's, it's kind every, of tough
1: for a low scoring team like that to support two RB twos.
2: Oh, uh, depending on how many touches they get a game. Uh, yeah, I think they're. Whole, I don't think they're going to throw the ball at all. I think they're going to be more like a sixty <laughs> percent run they team for the That
1: quarterback play.
2: Yeah, literally. I, I and knowing. Patriots did this against the Bills. They threw the ball. I know it was a windy game, but it's in their DNA to, 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 to give up on the pass. And with Zappi playing quarterback, I, I think Ramondre uh, and Stevenson will both eat.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see um, both of them getting enough to be solid. And then, like I was saying, when Taylor comes back, Stevenson's a flex play. You know, at best, he's competing against Christian Kirk or Marquise Brown at that point, which is right. – yeah, pretty strong. That's, that's, strong. Um, sure. you know, Derek Carr scares me. That's, that's the big thing. Um, but he, he could have blow up games too. I can see this team being, you know, right up there, right around 100 points on a bad week because they're so balanced. And then being at like 130, 140 on good weeks because every week, Fournette can go off, Taylor can go off. Like I said, any one of the four receivers could have a big game. Um, so, so I I do like that aspect of the team.
1: All right. So coming in next at eleven is Justin Spencer. Same back down. Uh, Lamar came back down to earth. Didn't score fifty points, so it was a struggle for the chimers. Uh Harris continues to disappoint. He doesn't have. He's starting Robert Tanya this week. Yeah. It's not looking good. And I can't believe Gabe Davis has been this bad. I really thought this was going to be a breakout year for him.
2: That ankle injury, I really sent him back for a few weeks. So, uh, I think
0: brighter days are ahead.
1: Just uh I don't, I don't know. Where do you have him, Bob?
0: I got him 11 as well. Um,
1: I mean, well. It's, it's not a bad team. There's not weak teams in this league right now, to be honest. Like, there's no – Teams, you just look at the roster and be like, oh, man, this team sucks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. solid – the, the good thing, he's solid at running backs. He has partially. Najee's been uh, performing under tremendously. Uh, he's only on pace for eight eight 840 yards and four touchdowns uh, with 40 receptions. Uh, is that going to turn around? He's a great name to have as your RB2. But uh, with his schedule coming up, uh, I don't – I. He needs to do something because they're playing Buffalo, Tampa, Miami, Philly, and then the Saints. Oof. So, yeah, it, it, it's it's looking tough for Najee. Even on paper, it looks good to have Najee and Saquon. With that schedule, uh, I'm not sure if Najee can turn this around.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, was, I wasn't a fan of Najee uh, going into the year. I think I said at the draft I, I wouldn't have taken him in the second round. Uh, wow, you're looking right, excuse- correct on that one. Um, but to me, the team is just, it, it, it's, it's Lamar and Saquon and that is it. Um, in, yeah. in two or three Jackson went for 56 points and I think the rest of the team scored a combined 50 or. 60. Oh yeah. I
1: played them that week. I was. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, DK, it's going to be inconsistent all year. You, you talked about Davis. I, he's going to be inconsistent all year. Um, same thing with Cooper. He had two awesome weeks back to back, and then I don't think he showed up at all last week. Um, no, he had one catch for nine yards last week. Um, yeah, but, he, he, he boomer bust. And, and the tight true. ends, you know, th- there's been so many opportunities to pick up um, Hawkinson, Njoku, Gerald Everett. Um, I think yeah. landing. A, a, a consistent week-to-week starter, and, and Higby, too. Um, somebody who could just you could just pair to get you 9 to 12 points with Jackson yeah. Barkley I think would have been huge. But um, right. Tunyon scored last week, but I, I, I would guess that's, he didn't even get 10 points. I would guess he hasn't had a 10-point 10, 10 tight end game all year.
2: No. Uh, I, I do think there's some positives here, though. I don't want to be all negative. Saquon, RB2 overall, 5.6 yards, a carry, which is his career high. Yeah, he's the uh, guy two. Guy. Yeah, in 2021, his YPC was 3.6. In 2020, it was 1.7. Uh, he's okay. currently on page for 60 receptions. So, uh, uh, and he hasn't really scored touchdowns. The only reason why Chubb's ranked higher is because uh, Chubb's gotten in the end zone where Barkley has not. So, I, I think Saquon could even have even bigger days ahead. And, and back to DK, I think Bob's a little misleading on DK. I think he's on pace for 1,500 yards right now. He doesn't have the TDs to show it, but that 1,500 yard pace, I, I don't know like he's going to keep it up, but he, he's exceeding expectations right now. Well,
1: it's, you also have to remember a bulk of that's coming from, you know, the, against Detroit, probably the worst yeah. defense. a Buck 49.
0: Yeah. He's uh, got one, yeah, you're right. One game with more than 65 yards. Yeah. You know. um, yeah. Again, this team, like he already did, is probably going to win a couple more weeks where he's the league high because Davis goes for 120 and two, and Metcalf goes for that long bomb touchdown. Cooper goes for 100 yards and touchdown. Um, you know, Najee, if he gets it together. And then he got Saquon and Jackson. So I, I, I think this team is just completely hit or miss. And it's nice to have that upside if you can get into the playoffs and have three of these guys go off, you're probably going to win. And that's huge. But I think getting there is going to be a struggle.
2: He has too much bust side.
0: Yeah, there's no
2: pun intended. intended, But, yeah, he has too much bust side. Like he could have, like you said, big days from a couple people. Amari can have three targets for one catch, Gabe Davis – could have five targets with two catches, and Najee could have fifty yards on fifteen carries any week. So uh, I see, I the consistency factor is going to be his biggest thing.
3: Yeah,
0: he's he's the Ricky Bobby team. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, and I like Devontae. I think Devontae goes off this week. I, you know, it's another was, hit or
1: miss guy though.
0: Yeah, um, my biggest concern right now with Devontae is him complaining how cold it was last week when it was you know, 50 degrees. (laughs) Um, Because he's he's never played in cold weather. Probably his whole life. Yeah, Um, that's funny. And he was literally complaining about it last week, in week three. I didn't know that.
2: I thought that was from last season. I saw that clip come up on my feed. I thought that was from last season. That is from, that's from week four. It was from last week. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's kind of concerning.
0: (laughs) He said he couldn't feel his hands. He's all bone.
2: Yeah, he's all bone. That that fifty degree weather with 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 rain shower is really, yeah uh, yeah. If I
0: had time, I would go back and look at what he did last year in bad weather games. But uh, yeah yeah, that that was scary to hear him say that. But uh, but yeah, like I said, I I, I like Devonte. I, I like the receivers. I just don't like the combination. If that makes sense, like yeah. I would love to see Gabe Davis with. I was gonna say Stefan Diggs with their teammates with a Cooper Cup with Justin Jefferson. Um yeah. because you have that monster ability plus you have that baseline. Um and uh, yeah, no, I agree, that's a good point. But uh and that's why I have him eleven. But like I said, it's it's not gonna shock me when I play him and he scores one sixty, you know. Um because they all have that ability, all those players. Yeah, no, I agree. Good point. All right. All right. So that seems it's like there's one team left. One team left.
1: Staying at number 12 is Brad. Good week last week, but just, you know, it's still kind of the wait-and-see approach for this team. So I couldn't move them up just yet. But there's a lot to work with. A lot of people coming back. Pickens is breaking out. Robinson's coming back. McKenzie looks like – well, he's hurt again now. But I think McKenzie will end up being, you know, a possible flex play. Later on, Hopkins is coming back, and the, the big thing for Brad J.K. Dobbins looked pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got Brad last too, but to be honest, this team is could be real scary. Terms- yeah,
1: I mean, I can't imagine Chase stays this quiet. Uh, he's
0: too talented. I agree. He's just exactly, and this quiet, and he's still the the number thirteen receiver right now. Um, <laughs> so, which is crazy to think about, and. You know, Aaron Jones. He went off in the one game. Um, he he went for hundred last week. But I feel like he's got a nice baseline, and he's got a nice schedule coming up with Giants, Jets, Redskins. He's got at Buffalo, but then he's got Detroit. Um, so I, I think I think the running game gets on track for the Packers. And like you're saying, J.K. looks back if he can get if he can be the goal line guy <laughs> in Baltimore. I mean, that's always a that's always a huge thing. He's got Hopkins coming back in a couple of weeks. Um, Dalvin Cook is, you know, one tackle away from, from missing yeah. the amount of the season. And he's got Brian Robinson coming back, who, you know, apparently looks good. And that, yeah. that could be huge. I, I can absolutely see Washington putting Gibson on the bench and making him a healthy scratch. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me one bit.
2: No, it's felt like Washington has been trying to uh, dismiss Gibson uh, all preseason. So I could see that happening. Back to J.K. Dobbins. Last week was his career high in touches, 17 touches. He had two DD, uh, two touchdowns as well. Uh, that's a good sign. Yeah, Didn't look explosive, but the touches are there. It's going to take a while to get back his true explosiveness. His last six games in 2020 – he was getting 13 carries per game, and he was averaging 82 yards on 13 carries. He got seven touchdowns in six games, so that, that, that Brad's really waiting on JK and try and hopefully he regains that uh, 2020 uh, feel. Uh, but he drafted he drafted specifically for December and November. Because then he drafted DeAndre as well, so he he expected rough roads in the first quarter of the season, and, and, and it, it hit him. But like everybody's saying, he, there's there's upside there. He's not in the
0: doghouse.
1: And we haven't even talked about Kyle Pitts yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to get to. Oh, yet. I mean, uh,
1: Kyle. Do you know?
0: Do you know Kyle Pitts would be
2: the third ranked tight end in Seattle with the points he scored? <laughs> he, he would be number three. Uh, in uh, Disney and who else? I forget. There's a guy who scored like week one or two. Oh, is that he, asshole?
1: Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jacob Hollister. <laughs>
2: i think it is or it might be someone else but yeah uh, he would,
0: but that's a good call yeah,
2: yeah no he's third he would be third in seattle he's the only on pace before he catches 450 touchdowns and zero touchdowns they have to change that that's another case where the front office might talk to like the coaches say to me like if you don't feed him the ball we're just gonna yeah. fire you in midseason season
1: would they take him fourth overall
2: yeah yeah top five uh also, Lazar, let, let's keep an eye on Lazard. Since returning to the lineup, he has increased his targets every game. Last game, he's averaged uh, about 80 yards, seven targets. His next four out of five games are the Giants, Jets, Redskins, and Lions. So, once again, Dobbs had that drop in the end zone. Lazar I, might I, be – That
1: was a tough catch. It wasn't really a – No, I,
2: I – Right, I didn't watch the game, but people said it was a drop. I'm gonna take their word over your word. So <laughs> the drop by Dobbs in the end zone uh, may lose in the
3: right. Ah,
2: okay. Well, I'm just yeah. Well, just speaking of Lizard, yeah. looks like things are increasing snap percentage and all that's up. And he if he's Aaron's number one target, that's a suitable number two receiver for Brad. Uh,
0: yeah, and, and Theo uh, looks more involved too, um, and he looks he looks pretty good. Um, you know. On, on some of the plays, I just don't think he gets targeted enough in that offense.
2: No, he needs that touchdown uh, consistency, which was hard he's to match season after him. season. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna match that. Uh, the Rams usually like he, that because the Rams offensive coordinators now their head coach uh, they don't really produce two wide receivers. I know they had Cooks and Cup one year, but besides that, they're they're really.
0: I mean, Woods. Woods was very solid last year. Yeah. That hurt. Um. So I, 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 think I think they're capable, but uh, but yeah. Um. So I, so I do have to cut this off short. We uh, we're coming up on ninety minutes. And well, we're
1: done anyway. Uh, it cuts you know.
0: off after that. So, uh, we got about twenty seconds left before we're forced off. Um. But this is it's it's this has been a lot of fun. It's a lot of it's a long podcast. Yeah, it was.
1: It's kinda... <laughs> um.
0: But you know getting a full breakdown of your team and everyone's team is really nice. So, you know, let's revisit this in a couple of weeks and and go from there.
1: All right. right. We'll see you later.
2: All right, guys. All right, guys.